0: Dear Squidge. Sorry I've not seen you in a while. I've been doing some volunteering for some friends. How's Jack? I hope his cough's got better. I remember when you were that age. Always in and out of hospital. But you came through the other side. It was hard, but you all made of tougher stuff than I am. So, I might not be seeing you for a while. Travelling, it seems. An opportunity to uncover some ancient civilizations has come up and I just can't turn it down. It might be connected to that discovery I made when you were little, when we had to move. If I'm honest Sarah, I really just wanted to say I'm sorry. Sorry I wasn't the parent you needed me to be, especially after your mum left. Sorry we moved so much. Sorry you were the daughter of that weird guy for so long. Look how you turned out. Not that I had much to do with it. I'm so proud of you. You may not think I am, but I am. You have no idea how proud. To prove it, I want to share with you my diaries. I've been keeping them since you were born. I've got the details of all your first moments. Jack's too. But also my travels with work and how much I missed you. In a lockbox is a bright yellow one with a black fish pattern on the back. This book's special. Read it in private. It'll explain why I was a shit dad. I love you, Squidge. Remember, out is through. Dad. Hello and
1: welcome to Pisces. We're playing the Delta Green campaign Impossible Landscapes by Dennis Detweiler, adapted to be set in the UK. My name is Rich and I'm the handler. My players are Jordan as working agent Nero and Ed as working agent Gonzo. Please be aware, Delta Green games contain uncomfortable topics including graphic violence, and depictions of mental illness. Let's begin. I'm just going to air some dirty laundry here, listeners. I asked my players for their San and Bon scores yesterday, Jordan being a good boy that he has replied to them pretty much immediately. Edward, um, not until the next day... And then sent me a picture of just his skills. <laughs> and then when I said I wanted sand and, sand and bonds, he went, Oh, whoopsies? That was at half past one. Dear listener, it is now seven o'clock, and I still haven't got his sand scores or bond scores.
2: This is what it's like playing with Edward. Uh, I did... A little peek behind the kimono for everyone. Man, whoopsies are such a me word. So... Yeah, now you've been thoroughly. Now you've been thoroughly chastised, Ed. Oh, my bad. I blame the hangover. I blame can... number one listener for getting married. He, uh... <laughs> yeah, he did yeah, this to bl- me. We blame our only listener, Jake, for getting married. Uh, congratulations, Jake.
1: <laughs> yeah, congrats, well Jake. Um, and our number two listener, Natalie, um, is... Oh <laughs> wait to say what she said in the green chat the other day, because it was funny. Um, pause for edit. <laughs> so, a little quick recap. You escaped from the inferno of the Samagina house. Uh, just barely. The satellite phone rang again while you were in the car, directing you to the Boxer Hotel. At the hotel, you got a little pissed before heading up to the room <laughs> to have a couple of drinks to settle your nerves. Gonzo recognised the room uh, from a dream where a woman was murdered. Searching around, you find several ties to the case, including a file from the DCM Bureau. A now defunct French intelligence service. Then things got a little scary in the room, so you left. And then you went to visit Dallin, who managed to retrieve Wist's little red book. Back at the hotel, before a night of light reading, static came from the sat phone, the satellite phone. And Nero heard his voice from 20 years ago in Abigail Wright's apartment. He then dropped the phone in shock. And I'm glad he did drop the phone in shock, because the phone drops to the floor and smashes apart in a spectacular fashion earth rocks and dried fragments of plants spill out having pa- been packed in so tightly that they could not move or make a noise when shut there are no electronics inside the device at all the fuck Jesus. can you both roll sanity for me please oh. six under oh we're done.
2: oh 99 over
1: <laughs> oh
2: no! <laughs>
1: That's a critical fail, um,
2: Agent Gonzo. You lose four points sanity damage. That is from the unnatural. That is me past my breaking point. Okay, projection time. You're gonna project? Yeah, I'm gonna project. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to put it on to Samantha.
1: Okay, you two must be losing quite a lot of willpower points at the moment. You're quite low.
0: Um. Yeah. In a day.
1: Yeah. It. I don't That's what I'm projecting not... as well does. Like you can only project so much before your willpower runs
0: out. I'm not too bad, to be fair. You're right. Yeah. Okay.
1: So while Ed's, uh, while Agent Gonzo is freaking out, the mess on the floor, earth rocks and dry fragments of plants, in the centre of the dirt is a small green glass vial containing uh, a healthy-looking green leaf. Uh, are you going to take a closer look, Agent Nero? Of
0: course he will.
1: You want to roll a search for me. Uh,
0: bu- 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 bum, Seventy-five over.
1: Seventy-five over. So you you have this you have this green glass vial and it has a a healthy looking green leaf in this inside, but also amongst the wreckage, you something something pokes out at you. It appears to be the maker's. The maker's mark on the on the satellite phone. It says Seere, S E E R E. Just something that might stick in your mind. Oh mm. yeah, yeah. Anyway,
0: something you didn't notice before. Normally, it's uh, BT Cellnet. It's not SEER.
1: <laughs> usually, it is strange. Hmm, BT really Cellnet in this time
2: c- of it. Is,
1: are they <laughs> even a company
0: still. Well, let's new? just say the description, the 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 image of the phone looks like a BT Cellnet phone. <laughs>
1: You've not really uh, heard
2: of the SEER company either. I don't have the willpower to Google this right now, but I will make a note of that. So, let's take stock.
1: In the room with you, you've got the phone you found, the burner phone you found at Dr. Barbus's home, Agent Exeter's home. You've also got several glass vials containing small plant pods that you found a Dr Barbas' home as well. You've got a copy of Maud Goes to the Mashed Ball by Emily, Emily F. Fitzroy, which you'd seen before. You have The Ars which I I recognise now that I'm probably, con- uh, probably saying completely wrong, probably pronouncing that completely wrong, but there we go. Any speakers that can, or any listeners that can speak Latin, uh, write in and tell me that I'm wrong. You've got the Do Bureau file. You've got Wist's Little Red Book and... The phantom saith, the the scrapbook like thing that you got from the Samajuna house. You got it's quite late, but you've got a little time to do some research, and obviously you can do more tomorrow or whatever you want to do really. So, what would you each like
0: to do? So I think Nero um, would like to confirm that the phantom saith is. Uh, the teenage son's interpretation of the King in Yellow. If there's anything added in that might sort of have a link to, or give us a clue to how they might have discovered or made portals.
1: Okay. You just want to sit down and read it to make sure there's nothing
0: <sighs> yeah. untoward in it. It's just a copy of the play. That's what he wants to establish because having a very, very quick flick through, he gets that impression. But he wants to confirm...
1: Yeah, yeah. If you want to confirm that, you'll have to sit down and read it properly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Is that right?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll start there to so begin with, Jordan, mm-hmm. Agent Nero, You can improve any one art skill by plus five percent. You get a plus five percent to your natural, and we'll do a little we'll do a little sand roll in a minute, shall we? Of course. This. <laughs> This bloated monstrosity looks like a horrifically maintained scrapbook put together by a deranged child. It spews magazine clippings, pieces of paper and what appear to be flyers, photos and even coupons. Many of them are accordioned up, folded or fraying. The front of the scrapbook reads The Phantom Sayeth in silver paint pen. It comprises a complete copy of The King in Yellow, created from a thousand disparate sources. Each word in sequence, and strangely sometimes an entire sentence, is cribbed from things like a cosmopolitan article on hairstyles, a water bill, or personal correspondence scavenged from the garbage. Rubbish. (laughs) Each item is carefully glued on a scrapbook page. And Agent Nero, as you're reading this, as someone who's read the play, and become quite familiar with its machinations over 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 the time, you... Realise that this, to begin with, yes, it is just like a copy of the play. There's no extra bits in there. But as you read on, you, you notice uh, small discrepancies. Maybe words are missing, or a character says the wrong line, and you start to get you start to get angry. It's a false representation. It's wrong. It's not benefiting of the king. What a childish attempt! Can you roll sanity for oh, me,
0: please? Oh, okay. mm-hmm. can. 67, over. Okay. Once he's finished reading, he throws <laughs> it on the bed.
1: Yeah. Uh, you're still pretty mad, and you lose one just one point of sanity damage. <laughs> now that was a lucky roll
2: for you, brother. <laughs> Agent Gonzo, what would you like to do? I think Wist's book. Got to find out what he knows. Cool. Wist's book is a,
1: is a small brownish notebook... Written on the front cover in neat writing is uh, written The Reputation Book. Opening it, you find that it's completely empty, apart from a note on the last page that says, Nice try. <laughs>
0: oh.
1: <laughs> that bitch.
0: <laughs>
2: Would you like to look at something else, darling? Oh, I need to find a swift drink. I think turning to drinking is going to help me get through these next days. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think what's going to be mm, the next most useful thing. Well, well, Agent
1: Gon, Agent Nero, you wanted to read the Ars didn't you?
0: I did, um, but he wanted to do it um, in private because he he knows that Nero uh, Gonzo will disapprove. Okay. Um, I just want to declare that I have now reached uh, a breaking point.
1: Okay. Cool. Interesting. Right.
0: And he's choosing not to project. No. He wants to feel this insanity. Hmm. Because of where it came from. So
1: you're not going to read the Osgota?
0: I-, I will, but once he leaves. Later the room, on. Yeah. yeah. Later on. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll pick up the um, the
2: bureau file. The me bureau file. It's the one. Or oh, DCM.
1: Anyway, So I did give some information last time about it. Um, it's a th- quite a thick file, which contains photographs, news articles, and reports involving Leroy-en-Jean. It includes, at the end, two complete copies of the play *Type written, one in English and one in French. The information in the file dates back to 1895 in Paris. I'm just going to give you a little rundown of what... Um, of what's written here or, or what's reported, so this all happens in t- July to August 1895. After the death of President Jean Casimir Perrier's personal secretary, French a- French agents of the Dussenne Bureau investigate Leroy en Jean and burn copies. They believe the book was written by a foreigner, someone they call Otter X or X. Plans for a live performance Musk. of Leroy- sorry. <laughs> Don't ever mention that I am on my podcast ever again. <laughs> Plans, for <laughs> Plans for a live performance of Le en jean are announced by Les Coquelicots, the poppies, which means the poppies, a Parisian acting troupe. This might start to sound familiar to Agent Gonzo. A poster for Le en jean depicting a woman holding a mask with a snake crawling through its eyes becomes a common sight on the streets of Paris. Rehearsals begin for Leroy Jean. Ducemi Bureau agents stake out the theatre in the hope of apprehending Arthur X. He does not appear. Leroy Jean opens to sold-out crowds. It's the talk of Paris. The small venue means it is nearly impossible to secure a ticket. The Ducemi Bureau permits the show to continue in the hopes of capturing Arthur X. Viewers of the play Leroy and Jean uh, report audience members fainting and having to be escorted out. Interest in the show builds tickets sell for outrageous prices. The last sold-out show of Laurent Jean by Les Coquelicots is broken up by the Paris police under direction from the Ducemi Bureau. Cast members are arrested. Moments before the raid, the show is di- disrupted by strangely dressed English-speaking intruders who draw firearms on stage before fleeing, pursued by masked riflemen in black. And you've researched some of this information before, Agent Gonzalez. Yeah. You've found some of this information before. Do you remember? Yeah, I'm trying to think where I heard this. Well, where I read this. You, you, one of your home pursuits was stay on the case. After the end of Operation Alice 20 years ago, you decided to do a little bit more research, um, particularly about Asa Darabondi. Um, and there's some things you didn't find out, and some things you did. Some of this information you have heard before, and you know that Adrienne Darabondi, the aunt of Asa Darabondi, was in the chorus ...of this particular play in Paris all those years ago. That's it. So later on, in 1941, there's, there's more reports. But this is a bit brief. This is where German intelligence examined the file uh, and found it mundane. Later on, in 1951, these are where the Delta Green pages start coming along. Whatever Delta Green is, <laughs> uh, obviously, your characters, obviously your characters won't know. Maybe you can make a, 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 you know, an informed guess. But These include heavily redacted sections, but detail the author's investigation and eventual discovery that fellow agent Emmett Mosby, whilst in his original report to higher Ups, said he read the play and found it unremarkable, had secretly translated the play into English and worked with an unknown publisher to print it. Further notes examine his flight from the US. He is quoted as saying, the continent first, then the court. And then there's further revisions and notes later on by an identified author, who you, who you don't know who, who it is. So there, I mentioned there's some notes uh, that stand out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've already told you one. So there was a handwritten note on a colour uh, printout of a photograph of at Mosby. And the note reads, West Stafford, July 5th. Mosby is wearing a dated-looking suit. He is squat with a wisp of hairline, by short, and a small narrow eyes. He carries a suitcase. He is listed as an intelligence operative. Um, and the photo is stamped missing October 1951. But you can clearly see that the photo is taken outside of Dr. Barbers' house. Oof. What? I- okay. Oh. Later on, in the same writing... Oh, actually, notes are scrawled on the last piece of paper in the file. And these words say... Words copy themselves. Cool O. Making books in the house? Question mark. Dallin. Nine on July 8th. Mace, stun gun, zip tie, put in D, H, then raid W, Stafford, H, and burn. Hmm...
2: What is the date, Nero? Uh,
1: I can tell you the date, I think. Um, No, the briefing um, was September 1st. You've been on the case for a couple of days. Yeah, that sounds about right. Maybe even like three. Not, not, Not a lot. It's September 3rd or 4th, 2015. Yeah. You get to the play, Agent Gonzo, and you hear from right in front of you, Isn't it about time you read that? And you look up, and Agent Nero's standing over you. Come on, it's about time you read it, isn't it? Uh, Can you roll sanity for me, (laughs)
0: please? What?
2: (laughs) That was a great northern accent, by the way, as well. Thank you. Yeah, no, that's a fail. It's a fail. Straight up. Got you, you little fucker.
1: (laughs) Uh, You are drawn into the first pages of the play and then you can't help but turn page after page reading it and reading it. Obviously Agent Nero you didn't you had you didn't know that you had stood in front of him saying it's time you read it. It was involuntary. It was involuntary.
2: (laughs) Couldn't be a nice guy could Um,
1: you? No. Agent Gonzo is sucked into into reading the play during your reading of the play, there is, there is a scrawled note along a section concerning dreams. And it says, West window during sleep? question mark And, yeah, these are all the same handwriting. So, the handwriting that said all this stuff about words copy themselves, call O, uh, West window during sleep, and the... Um, underneath the photograph of Emmett Mosby is West Stafford July 5th any idea who that might be who might be making those notes
0: I assume it would be someone um like um Whitwer. yeah well done purely for the reason that um we know that he's been in contact with the uh, Dorchester house and I can't remember the exact dates but um, his phone contacted Dorchester House around that sort of time.
1: Yeah. Um, and, you know, his phone rang here. Uh, the bo- not here. The Boxer Hotel mm. as yeah. well. And obviously this file was found in the hotel room that he was in.
0: Yeah. Cool. Uh, there was one... Sorry. Sorry. Um, o might refer to call Ophelia, which, which he did on his phone. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he's aware that Barbus was copying the books,
1: making books in the house.
0: Um, but we don't know what West Stafford H uh, refers to. Well, I, I Jordan doesn't. <laughs> mm.
1: um, right. Oh, so so West West Stafford is where Barbus's house is. Okay, nice. that's the little village that Barbus lives in. Monkey oh, okay. boy.
0: So yep. he might be on our on our side. Who? Sorry. Mikey, if he's saying burn it down,
1: uh, well, I mean, you know he's a Pisces agent. You you know he has been captured in some de- in some regard because you saw him in the night rooms on that medical gurney. Mm. Uses the number one and tactic you know, as well,
2: of burning things down. So. Burning
1: things down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know that some, or you have some suspicion that some shit went down in the boxer hotel. Mm. Uh, due to, uh, I mean, it is a dream, but there also <laughs> um, all your dreams have come true so far in in some regard. He
2: could be the last. There's family.
1: one last little bit. One last little bit. There is an extremely old black and white photograph, marked C 1895, and labelled with a uh, a piece of masking tape, uh, which reads something written on it called Marbas, Marbas. The photograph shows two actors in pantomime wearing ruffled brocade outfits and small fez like hats. Uh, one is a tall black man and the other is a pale white woman. What's your history there, Gonzo? 53. 53. You know the photo is likely of, of Paris in approximately 1895, and the man is clearly Barbas. <laughs> oh,
0: fuck, fuck me. me. <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ. Okay,
1: so the photograph appears genuine and very old. uh You roll sanity for me. Please.
2: Oh, why did I look at the fucking file? Uh, yep, that is.
0: As soon as you said Marbas, I thought it's got to be Barbas. Yeah, it's got to be. Right? <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, right. hello, hello, hello. It is. Th- hello, hello, hello. Oh no, it's still over. <laughs> Yeah, uh,
1: that's one. That's
2: one point of sanity. One point of sanity. Yeah. Cool. That's be below my breaking point. Cool. Do I, Good. Do I want to project? You know what? I think I need to save these bonds. I'm just gonna fucking take it. Okay. It's getting pretty late.
1: Uh, you've each been doing a couple of hours of research. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to you'd like to look at?
0: Um, you mentioned uh, or reminded us, should I say, um, that we have the vials that we collected from. Barbus Marbus's house. Mm-hmm. I might just have a look at those and maybe gauge what I think they might be. Sure.
1: Yeah, you hold up a little glass vial and there's there's several. Um, I'd say five or six in each in each vial. And you've got about five vials. Um, a golden copper, yeah, plant plant pods. You can tell that they're natural, uh, but you've never seen you've never seen anything quite like it.
0: Can I make a, a uh, an educated leap that this might be connected to the phone? Um, or we'd like me uh, to roll something.
1: I don't know what you'd roll. I I, I I can roll a natural. Roll a natural, sure. Yeah, roll a natural.
0: Eighty six over.
1: Eighty six over. Uh, no, you don't know. You don't know what they are. Okay. And you can't see how they'd relate to the phone. Inside the phone, there was a, a, a another vial. But that just—that looks like it's just got a little green leaf in it. Mm. But you can't tell because it's a little bit more opaque. I'm
0: gonna collect. How? Let's say we picked up—I don't know—six or seven of these these vials. Yeah. Um, We're gonna take one out and lay it on the table. Yeah. And see if I can crush it or burn it, sort of physically manipulate it, but not touching it.
1: Yes. You can you can definitely like crush it. Say you get something, like a cup or shoe, I don't know, and just crush it up. And as you, as you crush it, it, actually, grinds into a, into a fine, quite a fine golden powder. Hmm. Well, sorry, it's a it's a white powder with odd curiosating patterns of of gold.
0: Okay. What what do you think? You think it's uh, worth keeping or? Well, the dust that is well, we can't get rid of these vials.
2: I'm just, I'm just a bit broken in the corner. I'm just, oh, it's just, let's toss it in the pile. If it's important, we'll come back I'm it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So he, he scoops the dust from the crushed one into another vial that Empty has a vial. seed it. Another one that has a seed in, and then he uses some tweezers from a first aid kit or something. And okay. picks up the leaf and puts it inside the now empty vial.
1: Oh, as you pick up the leaf, uh, you notice sitting on the leaf uh, is a very small golden bug oh, on the leaf. Wait, we've oh. seen bugs before.
0: Yes. You have seen bugs before. Uh, um, he tries to catch it <laughs> and put it inside the vial.
1: Yeah, you can you can, you can can shove it back in the vial, that's fine. Do we still
2: have?
0: I, mean, I doubt it. years ago, right? It was um, a long
1: time ago.
2: And you never mentioned it ever again. No. So. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, okay. Can but I roll the, a yeah. a history out of my memory? What you what you're trying to find out? I'm just Sorry. trying to, trying to just remember if the bugs I'm seeing now look the same to the ones that we were given. Yes. Yeah. They look. They, they look the same. Okay. And gonna... it was
0: it was Mosby who gave us those. Yeah. It was.
2: Man, I'm just gonna throw a
0: look. I'm like, oh, you recognise them as well, right? Aye, Moresby what did he say what did he say he's racking his brains from one agent to another he said
2: a single tear mm. rolls down my cheek at the thought of loss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, uh, um, what did just, you learn about him
2: actually just uh, before we carry on with that so how do I feel about how do I feel about Nero right now do I know that he essentially pressurised me to read the book or because I've read it am I pretty happy about things
1: I don't know you tell me you're you don't feel you don't feel depressed after reading it. Yeah, and uh, you don't feel elated
2: either. So I don't feel. Yeah, that's why I want to know. If that, maybe
1: a sense, maybe a small sense of relief.
2: Maybe. Okay, so I, I don't. I wouldn't harbour any grudges against him for making me like partake in this because I guess the book didn't make me feel know. bad. The book made me feel okay. If that makes sense, I don't feel like he's burdened. Well,
1: you, yeah, but you also know
2: the danger of the play now, don't you? Yeah. Okay, I was yeah, I was trying to gauge its effects on me. Um, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just actually just gonna like side eye
0: you a little bit. I uh,
2: don't know if I can remember. That's
0: it.
1: Oh, okay. Anything else?
0: For for now, I think um, I think we better get some sleep. It's it's been a long day. Uh, obviously, Nero and Gonzo sort of share what they've just read. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And before um. Nero leaves the room, he's gonna say, um, so d- did you like it? <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, f- it was a better read than I was expecting.
0: Don't read that one. Points towards the phantom saith, it's nothing, nothing compared to that one. The other,
2: open the, the dresser next to the bed and pick out the holy Bible. Like, this is my next read, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and um, then
0: Nero. Sorry, go
2: on. No, I was going to say, he'll, he'll nod, but I'll just, uh, I'll stick with this one then.
0: has taken Ars Goethe with him though, and he wants to maybe spend... You read it before you go to bed? Yeah. Oof.
2: Cool.
1: I'll just go over what the Ars Goethe is again. Mm-hmm. The Ars is the first book of the Limaget... Again... L- <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it's the first book of the Limagetian, the Lesser Key of Solomon, a grimoire that circulated in the 17th century, penned by someone using the pseudonym King Solomon. The book itself existed in many languages and pieces before it was assembled in the mid mid seventeenth century. Before then, it was scattered throughout other scrolls, books, and folios. Um, the book details seventy-two demons as well as seals they must pay allegiance to. I'll say you know that anyway, for you've got a really high occult, so you've definitely heard of this. You've definitely heard of this book before. A key text in the art of demonology. So, the book lists demons by name, and many are circled and have notes next to them. Uh, so, I will read out these, these uh, notes. Whist notes check out. B is Solomon. One call cool, each except Asmode. Bitru is friend of V. Not B, but S. Akkadian? The play is still going on somewhere. D.R.D., middle name Foras, 29 legions, employees in brackets. Logic, ethics and precious stones, recover lost things, make sense. Person, answers truly of all secret and divine things on earth and the creation of the world, first in Lundin's house. Marbas Goetic, president, 36 servants, just like MSPFS, B not M. Overlay Marbas and beetroot equals Foras? question mark. Urizen, the starry king and the gong question mark. Also, there
0: is a website. www.ratemydemon.com
1: <laughs> No, no, it's actually DemonWeb101. Com, which <laughs>
0: is actually um, if
1: you if you go on that. It's actually a website created for this game. That is awesome. That's fantastic. Um, um, and you'll see, uh, as soon as you click on it, you see the, the, first, the first little header there is the primula- Preliminary Invocation to Primunation. Or Primunation? Primu- primu- Primaton? Primunation? I'm <laughs> so bad at reading things. Primunation? Primunation? Yeah, on one page near the back, there is that written... Um, but in a different handwriting and a different uh, it's a different colour pen to the notes you have been reading.
0: Okay, so it seems like this is Nero thinking aloud now. So, so Barbas or Marbas, whoever it is, he's been working with whist, or Wist knows about the Asgarder, but Marbas is talking about himself in the third person, or maybe. Maybe he's a demon? All these chords, what do they all mean? Bitru is a friend of V, but not B, but C. Arcadian? This is all so confused. I need to check all my notes. See if, <laughs> see if these initials match up with anything. Oh, Jordan, have you.
2: Okay, I wouldn't know this because I'm not reading this, but there is a demon called. Barbatos in there. Just throw it out there. Yeah. Do
1: you want to? Do you want to? Sc- why don't you scroll down, see if there's any other uh, names on there you might recognise.
0: Okay. Barbados.
2: Oh. Samagina. Marbus. Oh no.
0: I'm sure there's others. Oh but my. Eyes citri. Aren't, like, oh, it's next.
2: fucking Citry. Oh, motherfucker.
0: Uh, there's also
1: Paymon for any fans of uh, the film Hereditary, no spoilers. <laughs> hey. Great film. Uh, yeah, Foras. Foras is on there as well. It's not mentioned in the notes, but uh, you're not sure what that is. But what was the note there? D-R-D. D-R- D-R-D. Apart from being Doctor, near my
0: Dr. Mentions. Robert Dallin. Richard. Richard. Dallin. Richard Dallin. <laughs> D. Mm. Uh, fucking D. <laughs>
1: uh. So, after reading this,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's another, there's another, um, uh, another name you recognise. Actually, Guy song That was one of the names written in Timothy Bale's uh, book. Backwards. That he showed you.
0: No, not backwards. He wrote that uh, in his mad scrawlings, didn't he?
1: Yes. Yeah, but you didn't, you didn't recognise it, and neither did he. It seemed. So after reading this Jordan and after uh, looking at the invocation with your occult and your unnatural skill you can deduce carving the symbol of Primuturn, primunation, primuton do not leave the circle ritual calling, announce the 72 names inscribe, chosen seal and wait is a ritual that you are pretty sure that you could carry out if you so choose Okay uh, you have a full list of the 72 demons there on the website and in the book, obviously. Just in case you wanted to at any point. You, know, you never know.
0: Lovely. The moment I see the king in yellow is the moment I'm doing this ritual. <laughs> <laughs> any more for any more? or are you going to go to sleep? Um, I think he will have a restless night's sleep. Mm, I think he will. Bloody hell. lot of information there. So much information.
2: Man, well, at least we know... Well, we don't know anything extra, but you know, really confirms that you know, these guys, wrong-uns, slash demons. Although, I'm assuming that you're going to share some of this with me. I'm uh, just kind of maybe jumping to conclusions here. Uh,
0: well, let's let's find out what happens in the morning. Oh, let's find out what happens in the morning. So, uh, yes, roll a d six.
1: Yeah, roll, roll a d six, and you can re- uh, regain that much
0: willpower. Fuck's sake! Ninety one. Ninety one. Beautiful. Oh,
1: was it? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I think as well you regain uh one hit point. If anyone's down hit points, so I
2: imagine both of you are. Oh yeah. Actually, I I'm, I'm pretty fucking uh, I'm mentally destroyed, but I'm pretty healthy.
1: Yeah, did you not take some damage getting out of Samagina house? One one Took damage. One or two, didn't yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm okay. back, baby. Back to full. Yeah, you both you both heal um are probably a little bit singed still, but you both heal one hit point. A new day dawns. Your course
0: of action. Gonzo knocks on Nero's door.
2: Come in. <laughs> come
0: in. Uh, it's a hotel room, but you gotta let me in. But anyway, um, he lets him in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on in.
0: Uh, he walks in, holding the holding the at her and he says, "Don't look. Don't don't be mad at me. <laughs> don't, don't don't give me that look. No, I I had to." I just had to and he put pops it um down with the the rest of all the other material but and he reels off all the information that he learned last night about the ritual and and the connections between the names and the initials who the what that he's assuming that uh the people we've come across could potentially be demons of some sort or those sorts of things. It's just like verbally vomits at him and then he goes do, do you ever do you ever wonder why 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 do we do this? Why, why don't we just stop
2: uh i mean I'm pretty fucking mentally broken right now not the not the best question to ask me um but um we do it so no one else has to go through what we're going through I and mean, just uh you know you've got your got your daughter've got my kids I guess we do it for them
0: yeah uh, uh, i see you remember that conversation we had all those years ago. Outside the McAllister building, when we scratched those uh that symbol on the uh the table, that Sammy's, Uh I remember it well. It's ca- I can't, I can't get it out of my head. And that's what we said, wasn't it? We'd do it for the kids, so they might have a future.
2: Not anyone else's kids, though. Just ours. Screw those.
0: Kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck everyone else. Yeah, you can't
2: go reading these books, man. You can't just keep a uh...
0: Do you not, do you not feel the, the, the huge weight of responsibility that on our shoulders to, to be the ones who stop it? Well, we don't know about Whitware. All these other agents, they're, they're either a demon or they're corrupted in some sort of way. Do you not, do you not feel like you're just getting dragged in? Like there's, as much as you, you don't have a choice. Do you understand? What I'm saying, I, I don't know. Is that making any sense?
2: Sounds like someone rolled a natty one in their sleep. Um, no, it's... Yeah, <laughs> it just one day at a time, one action at a time, and then, you know, all those other crazy things we've done, they all seemed impossible until suddenly they weren't. So I guess we just keep plodding forwards quite chipper for a man whose reality is breaking
1: around oh yeah
2: no realistically he'd be like see you later fuckers (laughs) and then like cloud of like a dust shaped man would be there as he ran and jumped out the window
0: (laughs) gonzo shaped hole exactly yeah I imagine that um, like gonzo is doing the thing that like best friends do when someone's down you would like are the most positive that you've ever been (laughs) you can't like let them realise that their life is going to shit (laughs) <laughs> and they they do need help. Like he's doing the complete opposite.
1: Yeah. Maybe the roles are switched or or, or maybe Gonzo feels some sort of loyalty to kind of maybe look after Nero, because you can tell that Nero's really going down the drain. But yeah. my, my yeah. motivations
2: um, with good reason. My motivations are literally written down as see it through to the end and protect Nero. So <laughs> there, they're the yeah. two at the moment. But at the same time, yes. my personal motivation is I want to know how this ends. He's <laughs> <So, laughs> well. just coming to your hotel room going like,
1: we've met demons! <laughs> Which, you know, isn't beyond the pale, yeah. really, for, with the breadth of things that you've been through and you've seen. But still, uh, maybe he's uh, playing the uh, protective figure now. Maybe the roles have, the roles are reversed. Oh, hello. And now Gonzo is the one trying to look after Nero. Right every now and then, you've got to prop people up. Oh, interesting. I well, do question. Finishes
0: off. Oh. oh, go on.
2: No, no made you After you. After
0: you. I was just going to say, Nero finishes off and is exhausted. It's probably like a five-minute verbal diarrhea at you. There's, there's part of me that just wants to keep keep looking. I'm, I'm, I'm so drained, and I know I know you're drained, and we just want to go back to our lives, But I'm just so I'm just so excited to see see the truth, see what's out there. And he's getting really excited. It's, you know, the the only yeah, out is through. You know, out is through, isn't it? And he just he slumps down in the the chair that's in the corner and just swings his hand at the kettle and just turns it on.
2: <laughs> what well, do I need to roll to be incredibly concerned about you? Um, <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna absolutely keep one eye on you the entire time and just, um, although you know, my goal is to protect you after you, f- you forced a book upon me yesterday that you knew would mildly corrupt my mind. And you're kind of chanting some propaganda there, buddy. So I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep up, a single <laughs> eye on you as, uh, as I do things around the room. But just I want to kind of distract you. So I'm going to ask you, like, look, uh, after I read that book, I was, uh, you know, he's telling me about these demons. I so was think about, where do these fit into the story? Do you think the demons are the army that, that went to the city? Or do you think the demons are maybe people that were already in the city?
0: I hadn't even thought about that way. They could be... They could be the King in Yellow's army. Uh, that makes a bit more sense, doesn't it? They're invading our world, just like they invaded that other world. And we're the ones who are blind to it all. I, th- I think I think you're onto something there. I'll give you a little nod. Question is... Question is... Uh, who are the demons and who aren't? Wow. And also, why did they do such a bad uh, um, job at veiling their uh, <laughs> existence in this world? Barbas and Marbas and...
1: <laughs> you realise, Agent Nero, as you're sitting there saying all this, you're becoming more and more obsessed with The King in Yellow and the play and everything surrounding it and your new disorder... Is obsession with the King in Yellow. You'll stop you'll stop at nothing to figure out the mystery behind the King in Yellow. Any um, in an acute episode, any long-term action or skill use, anything taking more than a day or two is at a minus twenty percent. Because your agent's mind is so often wrapped around its possession.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Agent Gonzo, you really want a drink.
2: <laughs> I know I shouldn't have fucking mentioned that. <laughs> okay yep feeling thirsty you are slowly becoming addicted to alcohol
1: fantastic you want to drink to make it through the day addiction can be low-key and manageable but when things go bad your agent will do irrational and reasonable self-destructive things to feed it if he or she goes a day without feeding their addiction, your agent suffers a minus 20% penalty to every test until he or she gives into it. I gotta fucking drink every day. That's... <laughs> what I always thought, um, ever since playing f- or, or, or being the handler for Delta Green for a long time, is if I played a character, I'd play uh, a heroin addict. Yes. Just immediately cripple myself, but just
2: be like... <laughs> that's, that's so jokes. What
1: would you like to do today... <laughs>
2: Gentlemen, get a fucking drink, mate.
0: I think, I think <laughs> that we actually discussed at the end of last episode, and we said, "Spa baby. Spa day. Yeah. Take a day off, man. Yeah. Oh. We've got so much, so much information. Um, but we're no, we're no closer to to finding these other agents that have gone missing, to unraveling where Abigail. Riot is. should obviously plays a role in this, or or wh- or who the king in yellow is.
2: Realistically, we got we got two avenues here. We either keep working the leads outside, and now we've got your cheat sheet of who is potentially you know a demon. We can almost tr- try and use that to our advantage, or we just gear up and uh, go into the night rooms.
0: Nero's re-looking through his scribbled down notes from reading the Gausko last night. DRD Doctor Richard Dallin. His middle name. His 29 legions, they said twenty nine legions. There were his employees. Are we are we now bear with me, does this make sense? That maybe the employees at the the hospital there could be there could be demons? I saw Samagina was on there, but Oh uh, what was what was Hench Guy called? There was an Ulrika or uh, someone else? Ulrika Vores
1: was a registered nurse. There was Gail Hudson. Uh, orderly Richard Bryce, I think. No names that stand out to you. No uh, name, okay. You remember the name that Ed Wist gave you. Or remember the note that Ed Wist gave you. How did you find me? They are still here at night. Ooh
2: still here at night
0: I imagine that, that what they've done is they've got all the information and they've laid it on the bed like a, a makeshift pinboard yeah. and they've, they've got it all out because they're at sort of a, a crossroads of what to do, there's so much information none of it's pointing them to their objective, their own personal objective of finding these people I know that we have internal ones, and Nero just says to Gonzo, and he picks up that note I think we'll have to I think we have to um, go there at night. And he gulps as he says that. What if.
2: Long shot. What if. The... What do we know about the other patients?
0: Not much. We know some of them are highly high security. Some of them walk around. They're still there at night.
2: There all the time. I don't know. 29 of those. 29 of those patients could be.
0: Yeah, we we could go we could go talk to Wist directly, and just say, look, you caught us out, and be honest with him.
2: Be honest and be like, hey, what's up, demon boy? How's it going? Uh, seems like a bad idea.
0: <laughs> I, I don't think that Wist is demon. I think he's just into demonology.
2: All right. I mean, personally, look, we whatever we're doing, we have a whole day to think of it or get some things done before we go into the rooms, if that's what we're doing today. So. I think let's get out of the shop and <laughs> buy some buy some bits for lunch and then get on the road.
0: <laughs> Rich's uh <laughs> um, <laughs> favorite phrase. What are we getting for food then? <laughs> right, so so if we if we're going to go to the night room or attempt to go to the night rooms in, via the hospital. Yep. I think we might have to have Dallin on side for us to have access. So I've just clicked on the website, clicked on Foras, which is his middle name, mm. and it's given me a bit of a blurb, and I imagine this is the sort of text that is inside the book. So mm-hmm. Forus, uh, Forus is a powerful president of hell, being obeyed by 29 legions of demons. He teacheth logic and ethics... In all their branches the virtues of all herbs and precious stones and he and how to make a man witty eloquent and long-lived he can discover treasures and recover lost things he, he is de- depicted as a strong man
2: have a look at some of these demons they sound like okay people <laughs> maybe we're uh maybe we're working with the wrong side here <laughs> maybe it's time to turn coat and uh you know Start promoting some King in the Yellow.
0: Well, I did see that. It sounds like a good laugh. Yeah.
2: you know what? Sorry, Rich. This is going off the rails. Sign us up. <laughs> <Slipping>. <laughs> yeah.
0: So one thing. Can I look at barbara's phone? Or the phone that we found at barbara's house, should I say? Yeah. And sure. uh, double check the the seal that's on it to the Ooh, seal yeah. that's on the... Oh. That, within, within the, the book. Uh, And I also remember I said um, I sketched down the seal that was on the floor of his house.
1: Yes. The seal on the phone is the seal of Citri. Okay. Citri is a great prince of hell and reigns over 60 legions of demons. He causes men to love women and vice versa, and can make people bear themselves naked if desired. He is depicted with the face of a leopard and the wings of a griffin, but under the conjurer's request, he changes into a very beautiful person. On the floor was the seal of Marbas. Okay. He is described as a great president of hell governing 36 legions of demons. He answers truly on hidden or secret things, causes and heals diseases, teaches mechanical arts, and changes men into other shapes. He is depicted as a great lion that, under the conjurer's request, changes shape into a man. The name Marbas also comes from the Latin Marba or Barba related to beard and to hellebore, a plant used in witchcraft to invoke demons.
2: Ooh, thought. He is gone. What if these guys aren't actually here to conquer, but someone is literally summoning them one by one to carry out their will for something? Cause I know everything in the ritual beforehand is a summoning ritual there. Um then we get the homeboy for some reason I wanted to say then we get the demon we wanted to appear um, you know what if there is someone else pulling the strings it isn't actually the king in yellow but is obsessed with the king in yellow and is literally trying to make that happen
0: it's not shout you said that Marbas is depicted with the head of a lion um, the napkins 20 years ago 15 years ago they had the word lion in Portuguese written on, didn't they? And you might not remember because it was a long time, time ago when we recorded, but there was another phrase, I think, wasn't there? Yeah, escriba. Escriba. Scribe. Scribe. Lion, and he writes books. Mm. And do we record, and I'm looking at the diagram now, but I don't think it is um, ignore that question. Um, I, re- the, I retract my the statement.
1: Di- there's no relation to the seals in the diagrams. Cool. The diagrams are literally like how to build something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, it said he was an engineer as well. So all those sort of link towards him. Yeah. Okay, right. Um, are we just going to go with that plan A? Yeah. Plan A. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go back to the hospital, give back the book, because, uh, Ed Wist's book, because we said we would. Mm-hmm. Um, That's nice. And then... To start with, we would like to talk to him directly, and then with an objective for the evening to attempt to go into the night rooms via their their cells.
1: Okay. Okay. You can pop back to you can pop back to Dorchester. You're just going to go straight to West. Yeah. I think we
2: give it back to Doctor D okay, you're
1: going to see Dallin. Yeah. Yes hello. Dr. Dallin here.
2: <laughs> Love that voice.
0: Uh, <clears throat> hello, Dr. Dallin. We uh we said we'd be back in the morning and um I know it's a bit later than you probably expected, but here you are and he passes over the uh, the book.
1: Mm, thank you. Did you get the information you desired?
0: Uh it wasn't as uh, fruitful as we expected, but um we were wondering if you could uh, point us in the direction of uh, of Mister Wist. We'd like to speak to him, if that's possible.
1: No, oh, yes, uh, That's fine. You'll be able to talk to him. I don't know where he is. I don't know where all the patients are at all times. I'm not a fucking mind reader. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he presses a buzzer <clears throat> on his desk, and Nurse uh, Nurse Hudson comes in. And of course, uh, We still haven't heard from Nurse Samagina, but um, Nurse Hudson will. Uh, Escort you, I'm afraid we're still not allowed to let you uh, wander the halls, uh, necessarily. So, uh, she, she will take you to see Mr. West, won't you? She says, yes, Dr. Dallin, yes.
0: Well, I hope Nurse Amogine hasn't been fired.
1: No, she hasn't been... Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boys and girls. No, she hasn't been fired,
1: but uh, Jordan's about to be fired from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's just going to be—it's just going to be me and Agent Gonzo. Get ready
2: for food talk. Okay. Nothing but food and talk. Then,
1: <laughs> and then I'll find some reason to get rid of Ed, and then it will just be me doing all the parts. <laughs> Huzzah!
2: It'll be a much more concise podcast.
1: I take you over to see West. He is locked in his room. Ooh. So you'll have to speak to him through the little, the little gate.
0: Can we see him through the little gate?
1: Yeah, you know the little flap on the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little flap on the door. So oh, I see. It's you. It's, uh, it's the agents again. Hello. Did you bring my? Did you bring my? Did you bring my book back?
0: We uh, we did. Uh, we appreciated your. Actually, can I just ask a question? Mm. Um, his handwritten note at the back. I'm um, assuming it matches the handwritten note that he provided us or gave to me. Uh, same handwriting that he. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And. Is his hand? Have we seen his handwriting anywhere else in the material that we've read over the last two nights or last night? No, no. Okay. Uh, y- y- yes, we 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 appreciated your your um. Anyway, uh, uh, actually, how do you know that we had the book?
1: <laughs> uh, Doctor Dallin took it from me.
0: That's right, and I assume that Doctor Dallin still has it.
1: Oh, did you give it back to Doctor Dallin?
0: He gives him a, a straight look and um, looking at. Uh, Gonzo Nero I'll level with you you're obviously a, an intelligent intelligent man yes of course we we looked at it and we we appreciate your your privacy and and uh, we both had a bit of a laugh when we when we found out that you, you wrote that note at the back good trick wasn't it and he
1: from the, from like a a sleeve he produces a, another book are you ready to um, are you ready to tell me your tell me tell me tell to, to, to tell me your names now
0: are you ready? Nero slowly blinks and he says, Have you got enough paper there? My name is John Wilson.
2: <laughs> Have I got enough paper? <laughs> it's a pretty short name.
0: <laughs> 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 I think he was going to go off onto like a story, but, <laughs> but writing his notes. Not like writing John Wilson in like Type 75. <laughs>
1: John Wilson John Wilson John Wilson John Wilson John Wilson Wilson. and he writes it in his little book and you my friend
2: Uh, I'm going to look at you but feeling broken I'm just going to give in pretty quickly like uh, it's uh, uh, Michael Bloomberg Bloomfield my name is Bloomfield (laughs) (laughs) sorry it's been a long day
0: I I haven't said it in so long Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah.
2: I Emily forgot my own name this week, sorry. It's, um... Yeah, drink.
1: (laughs) Okay, okay. Michael Plainfield. Interesting. Interesting. I'll have to pass those names on and, uh, see what they come up with. Hey. Interesting.
2: Pass on to... Sorry. To who? Sorry?
1: Oh, just my, um... Just the law firm that I have on, on retainer. You are
0: anyway, a wealthy man, aren't you? I
2: did have a law firm on retainer.
1: Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Uh, no, no, I'm not. A, no, no, I'm not a wealthy man, no. No,
2: no, no. The family oh. money is, though. He's still got family money still, right? He is, he is incredibly wealthy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to say. Uh, so, um, can I remember the name of that law firm? Now he said that. Uh, he didn't tell you. Uh, but beforehand, I remember... Alan saying that he didn't want to get sued to high heaven because uh, mm-hmm. of the firm would he know yeah. who this who the firm was uh, if you asked him yeah oh, fuck we probably didn't did we I I think we need to get that firm's name not that they're gonna talk to us but they might have some juicy detail we can find out who else is looking into
0: uh, I, I, first of all, I don't think law firms will happily just tell anyone their yeah. client <laughs> client cases. you got like
2: £70,000 um, in the bank. Let's go fucking it's higher. Wishful, <laughs> <it was> wishful <laughs> thinking, mate. What can you offer?
1: £70,000 ain't
0: going
2: to get you far with lawyers,
0: mate. No, no. Uh, um, and we need to deal with whist in front of us. Okay, okay, yeah, sorry.
2: Turn back around from our little conference. Like, oh, okay, sorry, yeah. as you were. So, uh,
1: a question for me then. Only fair, only fair.
2: I'd like. Just
1: one mind. He got two. Information's, got two. Ma- Informations money around here. I'm
2: saying we get two.
0: <laughs> you can't negotiate with this guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> James, I'm making the rules for the game, I'm afraid, so. Oh,
2: convenient though.
0: Mr. Wist, um, what did you mean when you said. when you wrote that note saying. they're still here at night?
1: Because they are. What were the, um, what names did they give you for the missing people?
0: Oh, sorry, they gave us Berrier, Gage and Dillard. Yes, Glenn
1: R. Berrier, Evan T. Gage, Caroline A. Dillard, yes, Dillard?
0: Uh, yes. 41, 39 and
1: 47, if I remember, London, Stirling and Liverpool, that's what they said. Uh, and he's, he scribbles the names down in his notebook in a in a big circle. And he draws little arrows to and from each of the letters. You haven't figured it out yet, have you? It's a simple one, this. A simple riddle. No. And then he spins it round and shows you. And you see that each of the names is actually an anagram for, in different ways, Laura Greenbrier, Michael Witwer, and Daniel Lissette.
0: Oh, for fuck's sake. What? Fucking hell.
1: Agent Roberta, Agent Vega, and Agent Ricardo. Glenn R. Berrier, Evan T. Gage, Caroline A. Dillard.
0: Oh, fucking hell. So the guys that that have been working in Room 616... Other people who have gone missing from this institution, even though were called or oh, this is so—is Whitware a rogue agent on his own?
2: Right, well, he's not in the he names, must be. but yeah. So wait, wait, wait—they were here, but also oh, that's why they're why they're in six one six. Yeah, okay.
1: You still don't. You still
0: don't get it, do you? Ev- evidently not, we're...
2: They were...
1: They were never here. But they're still
0: here. At night. So... You'll have to
1: come back. You'll have to come back. When the sun
0: goes down. So they're trapped in the night rooms. Mr. West, you've been a... You've been an enormous help. Um, I I did have one question, but... Um, as per... As per our rules, I I, I will... We will answer a question beforehand.
1: No, the the, the deal was one question.
0: And that was it. Yeah. Okay.
2: Does he not want to know something mundane? We're happy to answer.
0: <laughs> yeah, like what's Our my standard sub by order.
2: Yeah. He he waggles the book up and goes.
1: I know quite enough.
2: Oh, I don't like it.
1: I'm uh, all done with talking now. I think I've given quite enough away. You'll have to, 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 to come back this evening, won't you?
0: Perhaps we will. And perhaps we'll see you later. Don't go anywhere. <laughs>
1: nice. Oh! I ain't going no place.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I thought
2: not want to make me laugh so much. <laughs> That's fantastic. I like that a lot.
0: Great. Okay, 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 okay. So we need to get permission to... Or do we need to hide? Or whatever, I don't know.
2: I mean, Dallin, up until this point... You no, know, now we... Slash think, slash no, he's a demon. Um, he's been pretty flipping malleable with our requests. I think we just say we're coming back later. Let's not start acting shady.
0: Yeah, yeah, we don't know for sure.
2: Yeah, exactly that. I think, and then if he's like, no... Not not coming back at night. And then plan plan B needs to happen. But until then, yeah, that's fine. And also hiding. He, I'm pretty sure he knows that we're here. Like he doesn't know anything. He doesn't know
0: anything in that building.
2: Man, yeah. I think um, no. I think we should go um, go tool up. Like think what we might need in the rooms, and then just fill a bag.
0: Oh, we we couldn't get anything. I- anything into the
2: oh yeah you
1: are constant. every time you come in you're not oh, searched yeah. but you're asked to relinquish all items with
2: you
0: yeah like i I don't i won't have the taser in here
2: yeah how big's your prison pocket <laughs> <laughs> um okay yeah oh, let's just go mentally prepare and then come back i guess
0: yeah uh can we go to Dallin and just say look we'll- so, so part of our final preparations we we have, to, uh, we have to come back at night a final final <laughs> report we have to come back at night without sort of okay. saying too much i guess because we don't okay. trust him
1: dr Dallin uh, tells you that he, prob- he probably won't be here but obviously um, there'll always be someone on reception that you can come and report to and you you can be you can be escorted round and see anything you need to see as usual that's fine cool is there anything you want to do particularly Outside of the hospital Or can we fast
2: forward to you coming back at night
0: I, I think we fast forward
2: I just straight up want to go and buy a small a bottle of What's a nice flavoured alcohol I'm going to get a little schnapps He's not, he's not a cultured schnapps. man when it comes to booze He okay. wants something a bit of okay. a bit of sugar in it Peach Are you hiding it from Nero as well? Uh, yeah I'm going to get lunch And I'm going to essentially like the little hip flask size one I'm just going to get one of yeah. those And I can just uh, yeah, cool. sip away Just down it in the park Yep that's it
1: you come back to the Dorchester around 6 o'clock after the sun's gone down 7 maybe it's only September 7 o'clock you drive a little hire car up to the car park and park up walk into the reception and it's not Gail Hudson not Gail Hudson that's sitting in reception it's Ulrika uh, Vors again actually oh. um, she's back on reception she goes oh hello agents what can I help you with tell me
2: you're a demon do it now um <laughs> no, sorry uh we're just we're just here to um care a few oh my god Nero help me
0: <laughs> we're here to um to uh have a walk round of the 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 third floor we did tell Miss Hudson earlier and um and dr Dallin as well
1: Of the third floor
0: uh yeah that's right i'm i'm i'm, being, I'm not being stupid here it's a third floor yeah you going to.
1: The, you want to go to the. Um, the there are were... the the patient rooms that the guys went missing from. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah, that is their floor. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So she goes. Uh, sure. Um. She looks around. Uh. I'll just take you up. Come on.
0: Uh. We we know the way.
1: Uh So you need to be escorted. Sorry.
0: Okay. Uh, can I roll a human on her?
1: Yeah. Sure.
0: First of all, does she smell like vomit again? Roll well, your human. <laughs> Seventy-six over. Seventy-six
2: over. I'm also just gonna roll at the same time. Uh, seven okay. under. That's okay. <laughs> oh, surprise, surprise. Yeah, thank you. Uh,
1: she seems time. a bit. She seems a bit blasé. Maybe she's um. Maybe on the night shift, she just can't really be bothered.
0: Yeah, I feel like there, there were protocols in the daytime. Like you have to have a nurse practitioner tour you, ar- like show you around. Hmm. Um, but maybe not... She's, yeah, uh, that's, that's the sense I'm getting, at least. Okay. Just from yeah. your performance. Mm. A wonderful mm. performance as well.
1: Thank you very much. <laughs> she doesn't smell... She doesn't, maybe there's a faint whiff of vomit, but she also smells um, a little bit like cinnamon. She goes, okay, um, come on then. Uh, and she buzzes you through the entrance door. You start to climb up the stairs. Um, She's like pottering up the stairs. She says, how was your day? Shit. <laughs> shit? Oh, no, shit. You go up and up and up and up. Mm. And then you get to the third floor and she buzzes through a secure nurse's station. There's a nurse that you don't recognise, you haven't seen before, sat on the computer and a, a surly-looking, orderly, standing in the small glass office. Uh, and you buzz through to the third, the third floor patient rooms. A familiar corridor. As you make your way down the corridor, one of the fluorescent lights above flickers, and then you notice shambling down the corridor towards you uh, is a little man, unkempt. He looks quite pale and ill, uh, and he's not dressed in the particular gown and slippers that you that you've seen throughout the Dorchester. He's bundled in these expensive. Uh, lavender silk pajamas and uh, slippers. And his eyes have a bit of a frantic look, and he comes up to you, Agent Nero, and he cl- he clutches at you, he clutches at your arm, and he goes, uh, "I'm, uh, I'm not sure, but I think p- perhaps, perhaps I've I've killed someone." Uh, he to- he told me, he told me to do it, to drown them a boy, a girl, a girl, a boy. (laughs) But it was, was it's just a dream, I'm sure. A dream, just a dream, just a dream. And as he lets go of you, you notice that his hands are raw and red and waterlogged and peeling as if he'd been doing heavy work in the water. And he shuffles off down the hall.
0: I recognise him as Asa Darabondi.
1: You do recognise him as Asa Darabondi. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. And Nurse Hudson turns around and looks at you. Says, come on, we've got to get back to your rooms, it's getting late. And you look down and you see you're both dressed in hospital gowns and slippers. (gasps) Fuck! What? And we'll pick it up there next time.
0: Oh! Oh. (laughs) Finally! We got
2: there in the end. Oh. <laughs> My sweet booze. Is it gone?
0: <laughs> I knew we should have gone to Barbara's house and burned it down in this episode as well. <laughs> oh.
1: Thank you for listening. For more information on Delta Green, visit delta-green.com. Music and sound effects provided by Pixabay.com. Additional music very kindly provided by Cryo Chamber please check them out at cryochamber.bandcamp.com.